This is Everyday Ayurveda and Yoga, recorded at Halepule on beautiful Kauai. Each month we cover topics that can help you find balance in your life through food, good living, and the eight limbs of Raja Yoga. Learn more at halepule.com. And here's the show. Hello everyone, this is Myra. And Kelsey. With Halepule's Everyday Ayurveda and Yoga podcast. It's 2017 already. 2016 was a great year. We had our first Ayurvedic chef training and Ayurvedic treatment training. We've enjoyed hearing about our graduates, sharing this practical wisdom with their families, communities, and businesses. And last November, we did an intensive on embracing Shakti, which was about exploring and cultivating our connection to the feminine, divine power within all of us. I really enjoyed the discussions it promoted as we prepared and during the event and afterward. We all gained a new perspective of ourselves. I first experienced discussion of the masculine and feminine energies when I started working with you. My first question was, what is the difference between male and female and masculine and feminine? Well, male and female are descriptions of the gender of our bodies and all of the attending societal associations that come with boys and girls and men and women. But within our physical bodies, we run energy of a subtle nature that we can call the masculine and feminine energies. A common misconception is that only men have masculine energy and only women have feminine energy. And so this is where the subtle energies are different. We all have masculine and feminine energies within us, regardless of whether we have a male or a female body. And we utilize these energies and work with them all day long. It's great to be aware of this and to be aware of when we make shifts in it. What makes a difference in how we feel is how much of each we're running or using at any point in time. And then again, our ability to shift easily as we need. Masculine energy is generally associated with the right side of the physical body and feminine with the left side. But more importantly are the differences on the subtle level. For example, masculine energy being more outward-oriented and feminine energy more inward. Imbalance in one side of the body can indicate blockage of that particular energy. For example, chronic issues with the left shoulder or hip is related to how we run our feminine energy. Or chronic issues with the right knee can be related to how we run our masculine energy. Sometimes the pictures or impressions or memories, also called samskara, that we carry about being a boy or a girl affect our ability to utilize these energies effectively in life. And so we, we come to rely on one or the other too much. So becoming aware of this energy in us and learning to consciously work with it can clear up a lot of problems on the physical, mental, and emotional levels. Working with the masculine and feminine energy allows us to have appropriate responses for situations, and it cultivates our growth as a human being. We can utilize our masculine and feminine energies in different ways. Some qualities are healthy and others are not as healthy. Qualities of healthy masculine energy include intellect and reasoning, a sense of power, valuing one's life, 
the ability to accomplish things and feel good about it. Self-confidence, a sense of dignity and strength, decisiveness, and healthy risk-taking. And then qualities of unhealthy masculine energy are putting low value in one's own life. Anger, fear, feeling intimidated and intimidating others, bragging or taking silly or foolish risks, doubt, indecision, and being unreasonable. Unfortunately, these qualities have become all too common today in both men and women. When these healthy or unhealthy qualities are prominent, we are running more masculine energy. We had a guest here recently, and he had aggravated vata and experienced fear, doubt, and insecurity most of the time. Though he was pleasant and kind in conversation, he was also reserved, and some might say removed and, and unapproachable. He said people told him this too. When he was asked about business, he was confident, and we could see he had excellent business reasoning and decisiveness. When speaking about business, he was running more balanced masculine energy, and at other times, he was running imbalanced masculine energy. Yes, or unhealthy masculine energy. And what he was seeking was to integrate the feelings of depth that we all experience with healthy feminine qualities. Business is a common area where people will shift their energetic emphasis to the masculine energy as it requires a sense of certainty and outward orientation. Anytime we experience ourselves as more outward or assertive or forceful or acting at the expense of others, then we're running more of the unhealthy masculine energy. Today we had a guest for lunch and afterward he mentioned that he had a sore ankle after doing a CrossFit session. He said the session was pretty aggressive and what he explained was a lot of pounding on his joints. And this drive to prove ourselves at the expense of our physical body is a quality of imbalanced or unhealthy masculine energy. Push, push, push. And it was his right ankle that was injured, the masculine side. Behind this aggression and the desire to prove ourselves is fear. If any of our listeners relate to pushing yourselves, you might ask yourself, what am I afraid of? And then be open to what comes up in life. And use your breath to work through that, to allow that feeling to come up and to pass on. When we clear the fear, the pushing and forcing shifts to the balanced quality of feeling more alert and ready to take action. Running masculine energy will increase the heat in the body and mind, and excess heat is a great indicator to assess how you're running your energy, and it's also detrimental to our physical health. This concept of masculine and feminine energy may be new for many of our listeners. If it is, and you'd like to cultivate awareness of how you're running your energy, pay attention to your interactions with others. How are you feeling and behaving mentally? How does your body feel? Qualities of healthy feminine energy include acting from our heart, compassion, seeing value in others' lives, being accepting of others, doing good for others, selfless giving, enthusiasm for life, perseverance, discernment, and knowing when to stop 
kindness, gentleness, patience, and love. The feminine energy is more subtle, and it's the feeling side of us. It is related to our intuition and our clairvoyance. The feminine energy is so important in keeping balance in our lives, and it's what can transform negative thinking. It's really the strength of that feminine energy within us that overcomes obstacles and moves us toward goals in life. The unhealthy feminine energies include being uncaring, having little value in others' lives, being mean or selfish, greedy, sabotaging, gossiping, isolation, things like indifference, withholding, impatience, and blame. Well, I've done a few of those in my time. <clears throat> when, when these qualities are prominent, we're running more feminine energy. Have you ever been in a situation when you were feeling intensity in your thinking or conversation? That's when your masculine energy is prominent. And then a little child runs in the room and you immediately soften and are loving and kind. That's an example of the shift from the masculine to the feminine energy. When we run more high-quality feminine energy or the healthy feminine energy, we're more connected to our innermost self. We can be kind easily. We can be flexible. We have clarity. We can access our intuition easily. We access that deep peace and knowingness that all is well. What does feminine energy feel like in the body? It feels moderate to cool in temperature and, most importantly, relaxed and easy. Smooth, I would say. It's important to become familiar with these energies, not from reading books or listening to podcasts, but in our own experience. When we become aware, we can make adjustments that are appropriate to the situation. This is us being present in our life. And this comes with practice, and it's truly natural. Balancing the masculine and feminine energies and learning how to draw on each when it's appropriate, it brings us into integrity, integrity with ourselves. It brings us strength and the ability to be caring. These are all great things in life. Mm -hmm. Both are important and essential to our happiness and feeling good about ourselves. One isn't better than the other, and both are necessary for a healthy human being. Harmony of these energies comes from respecting all parts of ourselves. And this is a state of being that honors our true self and others, and it results in empowerment and courage and wisdom and love. Let's take a short break, and when we return, discuss how these energies become imbalanced in us and how we can bring balance. True health comes from a balanced body, mind, and spirit. Ayurvedic treatments using the power of touch, oils, and herbs have been used for centuries to support individuals to reach true health. Halepule's 75-hour Ayurvedic treatment training will prepare you to utilize these time-proven techniques to remove toxins, relieve stress, and balance doshas. This training will prepare you to work with clients in any setting, whether it is a retreat center, Ayurvedic physician's office, or in your personal practice. If you are inspired to help people find health, balance, and vitality 
this training will add a unique set of tools to your existing practice or allow you to start on a new path. Visit hollypule.com for details. We are back. We've been discussing masculine and feminine energies within each of us. Let's give a few more examples of what these look like in our life. Taking charge of situations or stepping into a leadership role requires more masculine energy. Interrupting people as they speak, talking very loudly or looking for attention are more outward, which is an unhealthy use of the masculine energy. Anytime we nurture or provide care to others, we're using more of our feminine energy. Actually listening to others with an open mind, journaling about our feelings, or writing poetry are more inward activities, utilizing more of the feminine energy. How do these energies become imbalanced? Mm, it happens by placing our value in things like how much work we do to try to prove ourselves. Um, this is a, a, a way of using the masculine feminine energies that will cause imbalance. As we continue to do this thing and try harder to prove our value, then we start discounting the feminine energy and it becomes more challenging then to access it when we want to. The masculine energy in excess in a woman and she'll become sharp and cold. I had a corporate business career where I ran both masculine and feminine energy with good success often. However, I came to rely on the masculine energy so much that my personal life was lacking significantly. It became more and more difficult for me to access the feminine. I couldn't really use the positive qualities of either of them in personal situations. As I learned about this and became more aware of these energies within me, I was able to practice moving into new behaviors that would utilize the masculine and the feminine uh, in more enjoyable ways. An incorrect conclusion that I made when I first learned about these energies is that women should run 100% feminine energy and men should run 100% masculine. That was likely a result of watching movies and reading books as a child and teenager where the characters were stereotyped in this way. That's a good example of how powerful the impressions are in life. Everything we expose ourselves to is something that will stay with us until we become conscious of it and make a choice about whether we want to keep it or not. If we have a female body, we generally will feel best running about 60% feminine and 40% masculine energy. But this should easily adjust to every situation in life. If we have a male body, we generally feel best running about 60% masculine and 40% feminine. But again, none of this is rigid, and the point of this general idea is just to practice feeling it and working with it to see what works best in us, and also to become aware of what happens when you shift it. Uh, eventually, it might, you might not have to pay too much attention to it because it becomes so easy to just make the shifts with the situation that you're in, rather than operating from oh, the societal programming or the impressions from the past. And examples of making that shift again would be doing business or maneuvering in the world and running more masculine energy, and then working with young children, maybe shifting to more feminine energy. 
Right. Those are things that you'd want to be able to do easily, but also not get stuck in them. Life is shades of gray, and there is no black and white, especially when we're talking about energy. For creative endeavors or dealing with delicate situations, it might be that you'll run more feminine energy. The changes are subtle but distinct according to the context or situation. Keeping the doshas balanced allows us to be flexible and make these shifts smoothly and easily. Cultivating sattva is what will have us easily find what we need when we need it. It has been life-changing for me to become aware of what I'm doing with my energy, especially my masculine and feminine energy. It's been a slow process. I began with simply becoming familiar with the qualities of the masculine and feminine. Then I started to pay attention to how I was feeling and behaving in different situations in light of the qualities. I gradually began to realize that I had a choice in how I was responding to others in life and slowed down enough inside to be able to make that choice. Then I began to make those small shifts in my energy, which resulted in changes in my behavior. Now I don't try to control situations as much, which is a quality of imbalanced or unhealthy masculine energy. And I'm more caring and soft in my work with others. When I first learned about this, I had become so disconnected that my eyes would literally cross and my brain would freeze when it was brought up. It took hearing it over and over and working with it, as I mentioned, to start to come into balance again and to be able to really hear these concepts. Listening to this podcast, uh, let me read you that. Listen to this podcast as many times as you need in order to break through some of the societal programming that might have you disconnected from yourself. I came to enjoy myself much more in life as I utilized the feminine and masculine energies in harmony with each other. And I came to realize that I can have certainty in situations where it's needed and gentleness that goes with it. And all of it's empowering. By becoming aware of the healthy and unhealthy characteristics of the masculine and feminine and observing ourselves in life, we can shift to focus on cultivating the healthy characteristics, which will result in more sattva, balance, and harmony. So let's finish with a simple and powerful guided meditation so you can see how you can work with these energies within you. Sit or lie down with your spine fully extended. Make sure you have your head up on top of your shoulders if you're sitting. Against a wall is okay. Create a new grounding cord from the base of your spine to the center of the planet and turn it on release. Just be in the mode of letting go. Bring earth energy from near the center of the planet up through the bottoms of your feet, knees, and hips, and down your grounding, creating a connection with the earth. And then reach way out into the cosmos, bring bright, sparkling cosmic energy in through the top of the head, down the back side of the spine, to the base of the spine. Pick up about 10% earth energy, and bring this mixture of cosmic and earth energy back up the front side, and let it pour out through the top of your head, filling up your aura. And just let it uh, nourish and purify the chakras as it, that cosmic and earth energy passes through it. And now just imagine out in front of you a gauge, but this is a double gauge. In other words, a horizontal line. On the top line is the feminine energy. 
with 100 on the left and 0 on the right. And then the next line down is your masculine energy with 0 on the left and 100 on the right. And then just allow those numbers to show up at first view. In other words, the first time you look at it or you just imagine it, where are you running your masculine and feminine energy right now? Now, take that gauge, those two lines, and just set it out at the edge of your aura right now. Now create a rose out in front of you and use that rose as a sticky rose to collect up all of the charge that you have about what girls and women are and are not supposed to be and do. Now I know that's sort of a big broad sweep, but just get as much as you can. Maybe it's time to let go of some of those limiting beliefs. Put that all into the rose and then blow up the rose using a little bomb to t- and tossing it at it or light a match and dissolve it completely and recycle that energy back where it came from. And then create a second rose and let that rose collect up what boys and men are and are not supposed to be and do. And that could be societal, that could be just from your family. And then use that rose, collect it all up, and then destroy the rose. And now create a rose to collect up all of the resistance that you might have to what girls and boys and men and women are supposed to be and do. Any of those things that every time you hear it, it gets under your collar, you might say, or it causes your, your body temperature to go up or your heart rate to go up. Put all of that in a rose and then destroy the rose. And then use one more rose, make it a nice big rose, to clear the energy of societal programming around what girls and boys are like. And let's clear that energy particularly out of the first and second chakras. Let that rose act like a a vacuum cleaner. And then go ahead and destroy that rose. Energy moves faster than we can snap our fingers. It's only the mind that lags. Now bring that double gauge that we started with back right into your view right out in front of you and I want you to just let that gauge adjust to where you are now after clearing that energy and now create with another rose and use that rose to clear off any stickiness or static from the gauge and your ability to let that gauge move up and down easily. In other words, that you can shift between masculine and feminine energy with ease. Go ahead, destroy that rose. And now go ahead and destroy the gauge. Create a gold sun over your head. And in that gold sun, put the energy of flexibility, caring, creativity, clarity, certainty, and ease, self-love, and love of the divine.
and anything else you'd like to put in there. Pop a hole in the gold sun and allow bright gold, high vibration energy to pour in through the top of the head, filling up all the cells of your body. Filling the space between the cells, filling your grounding cord, and filling the aura. Set your aura evenly around your physical body, hooking into your grounding cord below your body. And have an enjoyable day. Thank you, Myra. I know for me, incorporating that gauge in my morning meditation, just checking in with it, and also just on a moment-to-moment basis in my day has been extremely helpful. But that's all we have time for today. Thank you for joining us. If you'd like to work with us to determine the best approach for you, we offer consultations in person and by phone, Skype, or FaceTime. Thanks so much for listening to Everyday Ayurveda and Yoga. Don't forget, if you have a question or a topic you'd like us to cover, just submit your question on Facebook or Twitter with the hashtag AskHaleePule. That's H-A-L-E-P-U-L-E. And if you want to go deeper on your own path toward health, book a consultation at HaleePule.com. In Ayurveda, we understand that we each have a unique constitution. Halipule's tridoshic approach is ideal for families and supports multiple constitutions. You can cultivate sattva in cooking, knowing that you're making meals that support everyone's constitution. Subtle adjustments may be required, but it doesn't need to be a stress point. To learn our tridoshic approach to create nourishing meals, Join simple Ayurvedic cooking with Halipule. The recipes are easy, delicious, and will leave you feeling energized. And the link to join is in our show notes.